Hey, Granville Chapel youth and anyone else who might be listening, welcome back to our Lent 2020 podcast series called 40 Days with Jesus. Whether you are waking up early to read your Bible or fitting it into another part of your day, I hope that our Father God is filling you with his love, his joy, and his peace as you consider the meaning of Easter, of Jesus' amazing gift on the cross for us, and for what that means for you and your life today out in God's world. Well, it's a sunny Monday in Vancouver, BC, and I hope that you are getting a chance to enjoy the beauty of the outdoors wherever you are today. On today's episode, we're reading from Matthew chapter 3, so grab your Bible and let's get into it. All right, as we open the episode today, I just want to ask you a question that comes out of Matthew, and it's this What is your walk with God like? Do you make space in your life to, for God to direct your path? If someone else was looking at your life, could they see a path that leads to God? For me, this Lent, I've actually realized that I needed to make more space for my daily Bible reading uh, to be more dedicated to growing with God instead of what I've been doing, I think, is drifting on past knowledge. And as I'm doing this, I'm actually finding God very present in the words of Scripture. And I find myself more open to those heart-level questions by the Holy Spirit throughout the day. And this is how Matthew 3 opens, with questions that examine our heart. So in the beginning here, Matthew describes a mysterious guy named John the Baptist, who's actually Jesus' cousin. So John has been living in the desert where he can focus his habits and his mind on God's message. And he's grown up there, feeling the call to speak for God to his fellow Jewish people with a a simple, single message. And it's this, turn your life to God completely. Turn away from the crooked, twisted ways of sin and turn towards the straight and true paths of God. John, when he spoke these words, people came out to see him. They came to the river in the wilderness from the towns and cities of the area. People got out of their normal everyday routine and they responded to God's call. Matthew even describes that some of the Jewish religious leaders came out to respond. Dressed in their fine robes and likely the wealthy people in their area, John sort of blasts them. He calls them snakes. Ouch. John was calling people to really mean it, to to not come for baptism just as some outward show or cultural religious duty. And into that mix walks Jesus. And as we saw in the Luke 2 episode, Jesus had grown up from boyhood as a faithful follower of God, knowing God's word and having a heart always open to following God's path. So this is his moment. This is the moment where Jesus comes out publicly. He responds to John's call to give his complete loyalty to God. John, in the scripture here, has just predicted that God's Messiah would come with a new, special kind of baptism, not of water, but of the Holy Spirit. And here he is. Jesus has come. Jesus goes through this symbolic act of baptism with John, not because he needs his own sins cleansed, but to show his dedication to God's path. So a little question right here in the middle. Have you been baptized? If not, would you consider, maybe this year at Easter, would you consider baptism? I know we're going to be doing that at Granville Chapel, April 12th. So uh, join in. So Jesus' baptism, it's very unique. The people gathered there that day saw and heard some very memorable things. 
for example, as Jesus comes up out of the water, we read that the Holy Spirit descended on him visibly somehow, like, like a dove would descend and land on your shoulder. And people heard God's voice ring out from heaven. This is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. This would have been a super important message for Jesus to hear as he started his ministry. God's message to him is essentially this. I love you. Before you do anything, know that I love you just for being you. That important message is the same one God wants us to hear today and every day. Um, You know, on our own baptism day, for example, not just that, but every ordinary day where we wake up, our identity is meant to rest on the solid foundation of God's faithful, eternal, fatherly love for us, his children. So, as we end our time today, I have another question for you that comes out of this text. How is God calling you today to make your path straight towards him? Be specific. What twisted, shaky things of the world do you need to lay aside? What secure, solid habits and beliefs of God's way and identity do you need to pick up? How is he calling you to make your life a straight path towards him? Secondly, here's the prayer I want to give you. Let's spend some time. Just thank God for his generous, unconditional love. Thank God that he loves you just for being you. Take a moment, actually, to to bask in that truth. Remember this quote. God says, I love you. Before you do anything today, know that I love you just for being you. Well, thanks so much for listening in today. I hope that you've enjoyed it and been a little more inspired to seek the Lord in Scripture and to tune your heart to the ways of Jesus during Lent. Have a great day at school, at home, with your friends, or whatever else you're doing. See you next time. Thank you.